Hello, welcome to another episode of Catching Up With from the University of Brighton. I'm Richard Newman, and this week I've been speaking to our new university police officer, PC Roisin Vafayi. It was great to get to know PC Roisin. She spoke about her role, how to get in touch if you need her, and talks about a remarkable career highlight. So basically my role is to be permanently a police officer on campus. I am still a Sussex police officer. Um, but here on campus, I'm here for staff and students um, all through the week, along with my colleague Lee, who's been here considerably longer than I have. Um, so we can be approached by staff and students for any kind of concern, whether it's something that's a criminal matter, um, mental ill health is something that comes up a lot for us as police officers. Um, and we are here, ultimately, our goal is to keep students engaged, students on their courses and making it to the end of their course and graduating regardless of whatever bumps in the road they come across, uh, be it um, crime or mental ill health. And, you know, if you, come a, if you become a crime as a... Um, you become involved in crime as a, a witness or a victim or, or even a perpetrator of crime, we're here to help you understand that process. You know, you'll have, you'll have police officers within Sussex Police that investigate that for you, but we are very much here. We're approachable, we're friendly, we're happy to answer any questions um, and we can help you guide guide you through those processes but all the same if you become a problem to um, staff and uh, fellow students or even your neighbours uh, on campus or out in the community you might just get a little knock on the door from us um, and it will start off as a polite and friendly reminder of uh, you know of the implications for your behaviour to others um, but it might develop on from that but actually ultimately my goal is to keep you out of the criminal justice system you know even if you have committed a crime I want you to know that I'm going to work with you um, to try and get you through and past that without a criminal conviction at the other end. Okay, you're very new. So, um, what, just a couple of weeks now. So, just tell us about your background. Uh, So, my background is that I've been a police officer for 11 years. Um, I've spent most of my career in Shoreham and Worthing. Um, But I'm bright and born and bred. I absolutely love the place, delighted to be back here. Um, But I've always done frontline policing, so that means if you dialed 999 in West Sussex, I'd have come out to you with my my blues and twos on. Um, Or... Um, latterly, I've been involved in the investigation side. So when someone comes out to you after you've called 999 and maybe arrests somebody or takes a statement from you, we're then the team that are interviewing people in custody, carrying on the investigation. Um, and that's what I've been doing up until the point that I came here. So what attracted you to, to come here then? Uh, so it was a job that was advertised internally at Sussex Police and I just thought that sounds very, very interesting. Um, an opportunity to really add some value. Um, I, I love helping people I'm really passionate about it um, I hadn't been seeing the opportunity to do that so much in my old role um, with you know things have changed for Sussex Police and I'm sure anyone that's called us will have noticed that lately um, and so for me personally I saw the advert and thought um, brilliant yeah sounds really exciting and then uh, I did previous to this job work at the University of Sussex for three years um, and I like Universities. I like the working environment, the people that work there. Uh, so it was a win-win on all fronts, really. Yeah, it must be a bit of a unique uh, job um, for a police officer working with people that move more. You're only there's only two of you, so it's just uh, working with a very wide mix of characters. Yeah, and and you you get a little bit more time. I'm, I'm getting the feeling you get a little bit more time to deal with people here, a little more time to think through what the different solutions are to to the various problems that we come across. Um, so. Yeah, what, Brighton's brilliant. There's a wide range of people in Brighton. The university really exhibits that. And so I get to get to work with all of them. And actually, the, my primary goal is to help them succeed, really. So uh, that's a, it gives you that fuzzy feeling. 
Yeah, and you're very keen to be um, visible in the university community. Um, yeah. You have your own social media accounts as well. So just tell us what um, people should do if they have got a, a, an issue that they want to raise. They shouldn't be afraid of coming to see you because it can be quite intimidating when uh, a police officer is wandering around campus if we're completely honest. <laughs> yes, no, I, I've noticed that. So I wear my uniform. I don't have my Batman belt on or my stab vest but I have my you know my big uh, sign written police jacket which is very obvious um, and I make a real effort to say hello to people so um, so by all means just come straight up to me and say hello um, if you want to raise a more generic issue you're really annoyed because you've seen something going on out in the community you can just you can just email um, twitter me send me a tweet it, uh, my handle is just PC Roisin Vafai which isn't the easiest to spell but I'm sure you can find me um via the University of Brighton's uh, Twitter handle. Um, and also, I'm based in the Manor House. I'm more than happy for people to come and knock on the door. Just bear in mind, we're not always here because we are out and about across all sites of the university. But, yeah, happy for you to come and knock on the door, give me a phone call. My um, my university mobile number is out there published. And, uh, yeah, stop me, say hello. I'm, I'm happy. Contacted anyway. Now, what, um, what or who... Uh, inspires you to to join the police do you know i i've i've never really been able to nail on what it is about being a police officer but i have um i mean my i know this sounds really corny but my mum and my grandma are, are real inspirations to me they are absolutely solid independent women um not not career driven as such but very determined to have their own careers that they um their life you know their their own careers their lives independent of their husbands whilst also you know very much enjoying a happy marriage and happy family um my my grandma came to um england from ireland in the the 1940s having overheard uh, someone tell somebody else the address for the royal sussex county hospital um she memorized that address went home wrote a letter and asked to get on a nursing course and came and I just think, and everything that she did from there on, I think is amazing. Uh, and my mum is a, my mentor. Uh, she absolutely coaches in me uh, in all aspects of work. Even now, I will go back to her and say, I've, I'm not quite sure if I, you know, dealt with that properly or how I came across or anything. And yeah, so my mum and my grandma mentor me throughout life. People might look at your name, they're local to the area, and they might go, hmm, that's, that's familiar. What's that from? Um, you've been in the press uh, in uh, over the last number of years. Um, so I'm going to ask you this question, but I know the answer already. What's the most rewarding moment of your career? Uh, so the most rewarding moment of my career is de- um, delivering baby Thea. Uh, so we, me and another colleague, Jenny, uh, who's a Brighton police officer, we were on duty um, four and a half years ago. We were just at a petrol station. They had had a theft of fuel. Uh, and this man frantically comes running up to me and says, help, help, my wife's giving birth. Um, so yeah, so I I, I met Beth, uh, and uh, within about I think it was about six eight minutes or something, baby Thea was born into my arms, uh, which was just a, an absolutely phenomenal experience, um, and uh, it got me quite broody. So I had my second child nine months later. <laughs> uh, I'm very much still friends with Beth, having only met you know that was our first ever encounter with each other. Uh, we've got this fantastic friendship. Thea has gone off to school this September. Uh, yeah, and it's just, you know, that nothing, it just doesn't get better than that, does it? Human life. That's an incredible story. So you're still, you're still in contact, which, is, which is even, it makes it even better a story. <laughs> yeah, no, we are absolutely still in contact. And, and my, my second son, who was born nine months later, is really good friends with Thea. Mm. Uh, they, they get on like a house on fire. 
And uh, yeah, and me and Beth, uh, yeah, we've just got this fantastic friendship now. It's brilliant. Uh, so as we said, you're very new here. So just um, some initial first impressions of the university then because if we often ask people what's what do you think the university of brighton does best but it's quite difficult for you to answer that so maybe maybe first impressions of some positive things that you've seen um i have to say that the, the one impression that really comes across is the support that is offered here to students and you might think oh god how do you navigate all that support because you know we all have various different issues and you might need you don't know, might even know who you need but then there's this ssgt system where you just go and see your um, your guidance tutor, you discuss the problem with them, and they can signpost you in the right direction or guide you through whatever the issue is. Um, and I've just been amazed by that. I thought that's absolutely fantastic. Um, some quick fire questions now. Then, just away from your work, we ask this on um, on every podcast. So, um, first of all, favourite place in Sussex is the South Downs Way. Absolutely love it all the way. I've I've biked the whole thing uh, from west to east. Just the whole thing's beautiful. It's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question then. What are you currently reading, watching, and listening to? Uh, so a little bit of a muddle of things because I never finish anything before I pick the next one up. Uh, I'm very excited to be reading Harry Potter to my five-year-old. He's absolutely loving it. Um, are you a previous Harry Potter fan yourself? Yes, I okay. was. Yeah, I, I remember watching J.K. Rowling on Blue Peter and went out to buy the books, <laughs> uh, and then that, and then that got destroyed by the films. I was like, I'm not. I've watched the first film, and so like, no, that's that's ruined Harry Potter for me. I'm going to have to just stick with the books. Um, I like to read things like Runner's World, Trail Running Magazine, uh, and I'm an avid podcast listener. Uh, so I'd already listened to this podcast. Um, I listen to things like Marathon Talk. Um, <laughs> Women's Hour <laughs> from Radio 4 uh, and The Guardian produced quite a good podcast so I've listened to quite a few of them yeah Marathon Talk's quite a long it's a bit of marathon itself that podcast <laughs> yes. sometimes it can last like about two hours <laughs> um, okay um, you've got no responsibilities for a weekend uh, describe how you spend it in a perfect way uh, so my perfect weekend uh, starts on a I guess starts on a Saturday morning going to Park Run me and the kids like to cycle down there uh, they absolutely love volunteering. It's brilliant. They've been brought some mini high-vis jackets. Do you mix up your park run or is it always the same one? Um, so Lansing has recently opened up and that's our local one that my little one can cycle to without having to cycle on the road. So that's the one we mainly volunteer at. Uh, I've also tried out Hove Park uh, and Worthing and I fancy becoming a little bit of a tourist. And now I'm in a, a weekday job with weekends off. Uh, we're going to give that a go. Uh, so that would be my Saturday morning. We'd spend all of Saturday afternoon just lounging around the house. Me, the kids, the husband, uh, just watching films, chilling out. And then on Sunday, I would hand the kids over to mum and I'd get up on the downs, either on my bike or running and just just enjoy the South Downs way. Yeah, sounds like a perfect uh, weekend for me. Uh, OK, finally then, uh, if you can invite three people to a dinner, past or present, who are they going to be? Uh, yeah, so I did, I did pre-think about this because I'd listened to the podcast. So I like to invite Dervla Murphy. Um, brilliant books, brilliant person, just really inspirational. Alistair Humphrey, same kind of thing, but he's, he's much more recent. And if you've spent four years cycling around the world, you have got to be an interesting person to listen to. And then one that's a bit more obscure, obscure is a um, cyclist called Lee Craigie, who um, has recently, I've listened to some um, radio shows she's done on BBC Scotland via the podcast system and she she just sounds fascinating and she's got an absolutely lovely voice to listen to 
she herself has done a fair bit of um, mountain. Well, she's, she was a mountain bike competitor, and now she's done quite a lot of touring stuff. And uh, yeah, that I just I've never cycled anywhere further than the South Downs Way, but I would love to. And I think listening to people that have would just be brilliant. My thanks to PC Roisin Vafayi. Make sure you give her a follow on Twitter. It's at PC Roisin Vafayi. Just follow the links in the podcast description. If you're not already, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. You can subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.